Welcome to the 321 Biz Development Podcast. My name is Clarence Rick Napier, CEO, 321 Biz Dev LLC, located in Sacramento County, California. Today is November 26th, 2019. 321 Biz Dev LLC is a business development and sales industry think tank. Our business is people, our product is sales performance. 321 Sales Systems and Business Development Services give white-collar small business owners a refreshing experience in sales sophistication and simplicity. In other words, we tell salespeople exactly what they need to know and why they need to know it without any gimmicks or fluff. We know what the sales performance struggle is like because we were once there too. Each podcast episode contains a nugget of our sales system and business development training. 321 is the company to call if you or your sales team want to master the following four main sales functions. Contacting, prospecting, appointment setting, and closing. In addition to supporting white-collar small business owners and salespersons, 321 features the most talented business professionals on our podcast from North America and from around the world. 321 Biz Staff services are available worldwide where the English language is spoken. Our website is 321bizdev.com, powered by psychmarket.com. Today's episode is powered by Jive Communications at jive.com. We can be reached toll free in the US and Canada at 833-321-3212. We have over 71 hours of sales system and business development content on our podcast. Today's capitalism episode topic is titled, How to Combine Being Professional and Aggressive so that you and your clients just love it. The first goal is to help both men and women mix two selling characteristics which, on the surface, appear contradictory to 99.9% of salespeople. The second goal is to help women understand that the sales industry is wide open to establish income parity with men. We will merge the two goals into this one episode. The consumer public, whether it be individuals in their homes or via B2B sales, has the impression that salespeople are not professional and that we are very aggressive. The public comes to the conclusion that the lack of professionalism is because salespeople are aggressive. The public defines salespeople exhibiting aggression by going for the clothes via the juggler vein, meaning consumers see salespeople talk at least 80% of the time. Then after a 45-minute talkathon, the salesperson sneakily asks for their business. Prospects retaliate by saying one of the following. I need to think about it. I need to ask my husband. I need to ask my wife. I need to ask my pet dog. Give me two weeks to think about it. Call me back in six months. All of these responses translate into the salesperson messing up and this prospect will never ever be converted into a client. Even if the salesperson used old 1950s style handling objection techniques, it's not going to happen, Jackson. But the salesperson goes back to the manager without the clothes and the manager says, Helen, you need more training. There's something about our product that you didn't explain right uh, to this prospect. Back to the training dungeon for you. Did you explain this feature? 
Did you look the prospect in the eyes while explaining the service? Here are some additional questions sales managers asked their agents to confirm why they were not able to close. Did you wear that special cologne or perfume you used the last time you closed? I have heard female sales managers tell their female sales reps to wear short skirts or low bust blouses to expose more breast flesh. Yep, I've heard it. I've heard guys being told to show chest hair because women think it's sexy. I'm not a woman, so I can't tell you uh, about that. I personally don't see how showing chest hair is going to persuade a woman uh, to spend $10,000 for a complex dental treatment. About 12 years ago, I was driving southbound on LA's 405 freeway and saw this real estate sign with this blonde woman wearing a low-cut blouse. The sign read, if you're looking to buy a home in the San Fernando Valley, please call me. Or if you just want to call and say hello, call me too. So I called. I wanted to hear how this real estate sign was working for her. She said the sign brought in a few leads and prospects, but she was told she had to remove the sign in seven days because too many people were complaining about the sign being too risque. I thought it was funny that people in Los Angeles would complain about a sign like that, being this is Los Angeles. So let's talk about women's challenges with pay equality. Does it exist? Probably. Do I have direct evidence? Nope, I'm a guy. I've never wondered what others were getting paid, male or female. Can I understand the anger of one person not being paid the same as someone else doing the same job? Absolutely. People assume I should know what it feels like to be paid less than others because I'm a black guy. So maybe this means I fall into the same category as women not being paid the same as their male counterparts. Maybe the argument I could have made when I worked at a Fortune 500 company is because I'm black, there's a strong possibility or likelihood that I'm being paid less than my white male counterparts doing the same job. Maybe the situation I described just now could have been true for another black male, but it certainly was not true for me. I've always earned top salary when I worked in corporate America as an operations manager and a customer service manager. The reason why I'm sure about this is because I was getting promoted at least every 10 months. For this reason, I've never had the time to think about if my salary was less than my white male counterparts because I was being promoted before my white male counterparts. So I'm not saying there's no gender pay inequality or race pay inequality. I'm sure it happened to other employees. I just don't think it happened to me. For the record, seven out of the 10 supervisors I had in corporate America were women, including the woman who was the vice president of sales at the Fortune 500 company who hired me as an account executive, then promoted me to sales manager for the entire state of California. And Michelle, the vice president of sales, reported directly to the CEO. So I know she was making six figures and the first digit was not a one and probably not a two. So what does this podcast episode have to do with being professional and aggressive and being a woman? The last few minutes or so, I wanted to throw a few thoughts out to you listeners to let you know working and making money is neither scientific nor exact. Based on 12 years working in corporate America at a company with 55,000 employees, I can think of dozens of reasons why people's salaries differ from gender to gender, from race to race, because of age, skill levels, educational levels, etc. 
and most of these salary variations occur outside of the sales industry. Operations, customer service, information technology, accounting, public relations, political organizations, law enforcement, etc. Salaries are so subjective in traditional 9-to-5 jobs where there is a reporting hierarchy, but pay inequities rarely exist in the sales industry, if at all. In the sales industry, compensation is based on productivity, meaning maintaining a good pipeline. And it's also based on performance, meaning maintaining a good closing ratio. In my professional opinion, any person, regardless of the gender, race, beauty, economic status, can bypass all of these pay inequity challenges by working in the sales industry. The sales industry does not care about your gender. The sales industry does not care about your race. The sales industry does not care about your looks. The sales industry does not care about your economic status. You can make all the money you want and need. Let's discuss how to bypass these social issues and not be concerned with pay inequities. Let's finally define the words professional and aggressive and put these words in the context of meeting and exceeding business income expectations. Professional is first. 321 BizDev LLC defines the word professional as the way that white collar small business owners and salespersons work their businesses. Specifically, using a sales system where the salesperson conducts business the same way over and over again is the best way to be seen as professional. The description professional must be validated by the prospect who is hopefully converted to a client. Salespeople cannot self-proclaim professionalism. Not using a sales system is a sure way of receiving lots of rejections at appointments. Salespeople should not do all the work to get the appointments just to have prospects say no. Let's discuss aggressive. 321BizDev LLC defines the word aggressive as the focus salespeople place on their pipeline goals. Simply said, using this question, is the salesperson contacting and prospecting enough people on a consistent basis? If the answer is yes, then the salesperson is being aggressive toward his or her own goal. Being aggressive has nothing to do with the prospect the salesperson is meeting with. The prospect at the appointment should never experience any feeling the salesperson is being aggressive and trying to get the business. Prospects will label aggressive people as pushy. To summarize, salespeople being both professional and aggressive means salespeople using a sales system will add more clients to their businesses if salespeople meet their contacting and prospecting goals. If you are a white collar small business owner and this podcast episode addresses a concern or situation you are going through right now, please do not hesitate to call me at 833-321-3212 to see if 321BizDev LLC can help you find a capitalist solution. We recommend small business owners looking for solutions. Visit our website at 321BizDev.com slash services to complete a survey questionnaire to begin the consultative process. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast episode. Make it a great day.